Hello everyone. Um, today on the podcast we have my nearest and dearest friend, Brandon White, aka Boy Blanco. Period. <laughs> um, and today we are talking about confidence and trusting your process. So, you know, a little bit of a sensitive topic. But, you know, we all been there. So, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm not confident. Um, I have my moments. But to keep it real, I'm not a confident person. Um, And I don't think I know that many people who are... Who are confident, if that makes sense. Like, we all kind of... At least in my friend group, fake it till we make it. Um, And... Yeah, I don't know, B. Are you are you a confident person? Um, I would say it's definitely a fake it till you make it type of situation, um, especially for me because it's like I present so I don't want to say I look so different from everyone else, but like I definitely present very, pretty different from like the average cisgender male. So it's a lot of like mm-hmm. just faking your confidence and. You know, when you're confident, people are attracted to you and it makes life a lot easier, so. Right. It does attract a certain kind of energy, you know what I mean? Like, confidence brings different types of people around you. Um, but, I don't know, me and, me and confidence have had a long history. And I can honestly say, like, in my life, I've probably never been as confident as I am today. And it's taken a lot of work to get to where I am. And if you were to look at me today, you probably would, you would never guess it. And I understand that. Um, But it's true. Like, um, I think I've told you this story before, but you know, like I've, I've had like past bullying issues because I didn't always look the same child like I was a little chunky you know not even a little I was I was chunky and if you look at me you wouldn't be able to tell because I had like my you know I guess quote-unquote transformation so much earlier in life that a lot of people that know me now didn't know me back then so like quite frankly I don't have any of those friends that I used to have um and the people who did know me back then literally barely recognized me for me growing up as a super a super insecure child um i feel like that that girl is always going to be there and she's she's stuck with me like even though i'm 21 now like i'm i'm i still recognize myself as that chunky little girl um back in sixth grade that you know used to get picked on but you know obviously I'm not the same person entirely but it's just like you know when people see what's on the outside it it takes a lot more for me to recognize that in myself um and you know each day like I, I try to definitely like be less harsh on myself and understand that like I've come a long way and I should be proud of myself but I don't know if I'll ever be 100% confident if that makes sense yeah I mean I don't know I feel like confidence for me has always been there it's just always been like figuring out what the source was I guess Mm -hmm. Um, especially for me like growing up when I was younger I 
had no confidence because I didn't really have anything that was like socially desirable about me I guess so mm-hmm. like I was a little boy that played with dolls I was a little boy that only had like female friends and um especially when I was younger I used to get bullied for it but then I got into sports and that's kind of where I got a lot of my confidence because it was like I can kind of be that balance of like doing my artistic things and like still being a somewhat feminine guy but also having sports as like my source of confidence like if I was good on the field and and the court like it didn't really matter and then I feel like especially now because I don't really have that source of like external confidence like I'm getting a lot of my confidence from like within and like being comfortable with myself so I feel like my confidence now is a lot more organic and a lot like I don't know it's a lot it's a lot more real yeah I was I was gonna say like even in what four how many how long have we known each other now I don't I even forgot like well freshman year of Spanish <laughs> so no I'm saying like how many years is that four five six seven like seven years um damn <laughs> i've seen i've seen that personally like i've seen your change in confidence being like um oh well it's i think confidence like we said is always a fake it till you make it situation but i've literally seen you go from like fake it till you make it into now i really see like how you're saying like it comes from within because like even in the smallest conversations that we have sometimes I just recognize like you're like well fuck it like you know that's just who I am you're like whatever dude you know what I mean like that's like I see that in you and I see how you've developed in your confidence even though like I'm sure we all still have like those little periods of doubts and things like that but I see it in you for sure I think for me like if anything, I've grown less confident in the past few years, um, especially like after graduating high school. Um, and I know you mentioned this to me. Oh, I see that. And it makes me yeah. so sad. It makes me so mad. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> like, it, And I didn't realize it until like you, you said that. And like, you, Brandon, you don't put me in check often. So when you do, like, I know, I know it's real and you know just sitting there when you said that and I I reflected and I was just like "Mm, hold up like why did I fall off like that you know what I mean and obviously like I've been through uh some things since you know high school like my world got so much bigger after you leave that bubble um and you know it wasn't just me against high school it was like me against the world it made putting myself out there and doing the things that I wanted to do a lot more intimidating. And I mean, I'm working on it and I've, I've definitely been through situations that either put me through hell confident wise or, you know, maybe be like, yeah, you, you that bitch girl. Like you did that. You know what I mean? I definitely feel the whole like high school bubble thing. Cause like, <clears throat> For me, when I got to college, I realized that people were actually mean. <laughs> like, I didn't know that people were mean, for real. And, like, trying to learn how to balance, like, being in a very conservative white place and still being creative and still being queer and black and, like, 
Native American and trying to like just balance all of that and make sure that I'm staying safe mm-hmm. while it's also like being able to express myself the way that I want to. Mm-hmm. So confidence in terms of like those situations is a little bit harder because it's like I really want to express who I am but like I have to be conscientious about this right I can see how that was like you know almost limitations to how you could perform certain things um you know on the one hand you want to make sure that you're always authentic to yourself but on the other hand sometimes being your authentic self and being that confident in yourself um, isn't isn't comfortable for the environment that you're in. Um, but like you said, sometimes you just gotta say fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> right? And then you know, sometimes, like sometimes you know, sometimes I do, and it it works out pretty okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Time I went out in ripped jeans, and some guy like pulled over and was yelling at his window. That was awkward, but um, what? Yeah, Pharrell in Westminster. Ooh, they're see? crazy out there. They're real crazy. <laughs> I'm glad I never came visit you because yeah, <laughs> they probably would have had a whole fit with the stuff that I was about to be yeah. wearing up there. <laughs> they don't know how to act on campus. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> but yeah. off campus is where you, when you gotta worry. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like when you step out of those bubbles, because even college is a bubble. Like I don't yeah. care what college you go to, you're going to be in a bubble and the minute that you step out of that your whole world will change you know what I mean and like just like for us leaving high school was a bubble for me leaving um you know my private school when I was in elementary school and going out into public school that was a huge bubble that bursted like in a summer and I mean like the shit I went through (laughs) going from being friends with the same people from the age that I was four until I was 11 and then now I have like new friends every year like that did not make sense to me you know but like you said sometimes you just say fuck it and you gotta go you gotta start something new you gotta be confident in your next steps yeah and for me like especially as I get older I see my bubble getting bigger because you're meeting more people you have more connections and there's more eyes on you for like what you're doing Mm -hmm. So for me, it's really just like, who am I surrounding myself with? Are they making me feel confident? Are they making me feel valued? Like, it's definitely a lot about like your surrounding people too, because like if the people around you aren't supporting you and letting you grow and expand in the ways that you need to, you're not going to get to where you need to be. Like, especially in terms of confidence, because you can't be confident if you're not being yourself. And then, you know, sometimes... Even if, like, even if you say, fuck it, there's always this thing of, like, people will think you're cocky. You know what I mean? Like, oh, wow, she thinks she's all this, or he thinks he's all that. And really, it's like, no. (laughs) I feel this. I feel this so hard. I know. (laughs) I know you do. People think I'm so stuck up. And I'm just like, come on, y'all. Like, I just want to make friends. Can we all just be friends? <laughs> right. But you know what I think it is? See, it's the predisposed stigmas that people are placed in physically. And I know I can attest this for myself. So for me, I am a light-skinned woman. I do have curly hair and what you would call a loose curl pattern. Um whatever that means 
And it just so happens that as an individual, I'm very reserved and I'm very shy. I'm very socially awkward. And I don't really like interacting with people that I'm not familiar with. And when you mix my internal characteristics with my external features, people get this idea of me being stuck up, me being bougie. I mean, I, I'm bougie. I'm not going to lie. But like, you know, like. <laughs> we knew. We knew. Again. We, we knew. <laughs> so that's not really the problem here. I'm saying like, you know, when you. Where to stop? I'm saying like when you mix all that stuff, right? People people think those things. And so automatically I'm fit into that light skin stuck up shorty. And that's not who I am. And it really infuriates me. And I know it like it it kind of twists people's heads when they meet me and they really get to know me because they're just like, You're so weird. Like, Kenzie, like what? And I'm just like, I mean, I ain't never said I wasn't. Y'all just thought I was something else. Everyone has something unique about them. Yeah. But I do find that some people don't go beyond their physical characteristics, if that makes sense. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to... For sure. I'm really not trying to go down that route. But, you know, some people wear their socially accepted stereotypes as an accessory and to me it's not it's 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 not cute you know and so that's why it's just like okay yes i happen to be this way but that's not what i represent and i feel like if people really got to know me and you know if they take the time to learn more about me then they would understand that things are very different like i'll never forget like I don't know if this was middle school or high school, but someone once told me, like, they were so intimidated by me. And I said, why? Like, what? Like, I look like a nine-year-old girl. At the time, I was like, I look like a nine-year-old girl. And I think it's because of my RBF. And I was just like, I mean, that's not something I can help. My mom and dad gave me flat eyebrows. I'm tired seven. <laughs> I literally spent my entire high school going to bed at 12 o'clock after four hour practices cutting music all night being up on the phone like I did not sleep and on top of that I already had RBF so that's just how I was looking but people automatically think that if you look a certain way dress a certain way or anything you know and I can't help but to think that I was pretty confident to wear some of the stuff that I used to wear in high school like I, I look back on them pictures I'm like girl what was you doing high school i feel like i was pretty reserved and like i just kind of wore sports clothes and then black and then white sneakers um yeah. but i definitely feel like this time in my life i'm gonna look back and be like brandon <laughs> <laughs> what were we doing <laughs> i don't think so like i mean i, mean, I know sometimes for now i feel like but i definitely feel like when i get a little bit older i'm gonna look back and be like brandon <laughs> i mean who wouldn't yeah yeah. That's that's the whole point of being young and you know being confident to wear what wear whatever the hell you want to wear and going about your day. Yeah. So, I don't know. And then, you know, there's this there's this thing of you know, people I think people think that when you're confident, 
you can't necessarily want others to be up on the pedestal with you you know um like let's say (laughs) huh i don't get that yeah that doesn't make sense to me (laughs) at all at all and it and you know just because you're making it and you're doing well that doesn't mean you should look at everyone around you as competition right or i don't know just anything like i I really want to see all of us winning and i want to see everyone reach the confidence no matter who they are what they look like what they're into you know anything yeah and i feel like nobody nobody's in competition with anybody on anything in life for real Mm -hmm. like let's just get that straight um we're all on different frequencies we're all doing different stuff everyone's on a different timer like you can't you can't base your success on somebody else's success based on their age race whatever so on and so forth um first of all so Mm -hmm. in terms of confidence and stuff like i would like everybody to be confident i want everyone to have full confidence in themselves and their ability because it makes life a lot easier for everyone around you and yourself because it's one less thing you have to worry about and then you're not reflecting that on anyone else like i feel like some people some people you know they don't have any self-confidence they're very insecure and then those insecurities reflect on their relationships with other people and i can't tell you how many times i've dealt with this and i thought it was because of something that i did i was like you know what did i do why doesn't this person like me what is it but then i realized it stems from that other person's insecurities and what their self-doubts are it's kind of a hard reality to accept because i have a i wouldn't call it a savior complex but you know sometimes i really want to help people and i really like to see the best in people and i'll keep giving them chances and chances and chances until i'm just chanced out and i'm just like well i can't i think i'm tired of being damn near on my deathbed so i can't keep giving people chances (laughs) yeah you you can't i'm like one or two and then you gotta go (laughs) but insecurity is definitely a part of like the whole projection process of like you're walking down the street and someone looks at you and you automatically think they're looking at the thing that you're uncomfortable about or right you know and it's like they're probably not even noticing it you're the only one thinking about it yeah i was talking to that's my friend, so crazy yeah i was talking to my friend lauren about it the other day i was like really what you think is what you become like mm. your mind mm-hmm. is your reality everything that you're thinking is really really like creating everything that you're feeling you know yeah that's so crazy because I was going to bring that up because I know like this really ties in with that whole self-doubt thing and I think more people are realizing that the more that you talk negatively about yourself and the more that you talk down on yourself the more that you internalize everything that you said and you start to believe it you start to believe it someone told me today that I'm like such a terrible critical myself and i know i know i know it comes with the territory of being a virgo (laughs) (laughs) 
I was thinking that the whole time you're talking, I was like, "Bring out." <laughs> well, you know, I try not to bring astrology into everything, but I really—it's the truth. No, <laughs> it's the truth, and I wasn't Ellis Virgo for no reason, you know, because I really am through and through that characterization. But I feel it too, though. It's my rising. Mm-hmm. I'd be feeling the Virgo. When we were starting the podcast, I was like, Mackenzie, I can't do this. It has to be it has to be perfect. <laughs> Imagine how I feel. Like everything I put out, I'm like, oh my God, like what if I messed up a word or like, you know? Like it just I'm very nitpicky and I just think that people have to have confidence in their life. And I'll never I'll never forget like all of the times that you know obviously I was down bad but right now I'm as much as I hate to keep saying this but this quarantine has blessed me in certain ways and one of those ways being that it gave me a time to genuinely reflect on all the areas that I was cutting short on myself and after you know last year i went through a lot last year a lot of changes um mentally physically emotionally like i let myself go in a lot of areas and to have this time to actually slow down was crucial because um for about six months straight I was non-stop, like, I was working two jobs, I was part of two different organizations, I got two littles, and, you know, I just, I kept myself busy to avoid the shit that was going on in my head, and the stuff that was happening in my life. I buried myself in work, and it was just, like, fine. And then now, I'm like, I look up, the whole world is upside down. But I don't think I've ever been more okay with myself. It all stemmed from, like you said, finding your confidence from within. Yeah. And, you know, I still talk down to myself here and there. That'll probably never end. It's just, it's just who I am. I'm a super critical person of myself and of the world around me. I know it's annoying. Sure. I get tired of it too. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, you know, I've, I've learned to trust my process and know that I've never been given any challenges that I didn't make it out of. For sure. I don't know. I think quarantine did me very well in terms of confidence as well, because like, I don't know. I, I feel like I always find like something in my life to give me more confidence like rather than just looking within and especially like recently it's become raving um and going to shows has given me a lot of confidence because it's pretty easy like social space you get to know a lot of people pretty quickly um and of course because of quarantine and whatnot we haven't been having shows so it gave me more time to really get into my craft and get into DJing for myself um and I actually got two live streams up, which was pretty great. And I played my first like hour long set, which was really cool. Um, 
So I feel like quarantine really gave me a lot of time to like work on myself, work on my craft and build the confidence back up from within. And when your life halts like that, you're almost forced to sit and reflect and think about all the things that you would have been too busy otherwise to pay attention to. I think if anything I've learned, and I know I'm still young and we certainly have many more years to come, God willing, but, you know, trusting, trusting my process and understanding that what's for me will come for me in the time that it's meant for me. And I literally learned that lesson like last night. And well, I always knew it was there and it was a lesson to be learned, but it didn't really apply to my life until very recently. And when you see or you feel like you're at the dead end or maybe you've been rerouted on a different path, sometimes that new path that you weren't exactly expecting to go down has like the best view, but you wouldn't have known. But there was like, you know, a blessing around the corner. For sure. But you know what I mean? Like for me, after going through the year that I went through last year and then, you know, facing more and more struggles, the situation that I'm in now and that my family's in now, I would have never, like, if you would have told me that this would have happened to me right after what had happened to me last year, I would have been like, no way. Like, no way does someone's life turn around like that. But it does. But you would never know if you didn't just trust time and trust what was meant for you. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. Um, That definitely has been this past year for me as well. Um, I was playing lacrosse for a little while. Got to college, was playing lacrosse for another year. Um, Sophomore year came around. It was a rough year for us. Um, Rough year for me mentally. Um, Physically as well, I ended up hurting my knee. But um at the end of the year I ended up getting cut and that fall I was really upset I was really sad um but I had gotten into the rave scene and the EDM scene um and worked at a festival met another person got a promoting job with a with a company um through the promoting job got this internship with the company so like I don't know my whole world is flipped upside down in the matter of like a couple of months after getting cut from the the lacrosse team and like trying to find a sense of identity through you know not having that anymore I hate to say it like this but it's like in the messiest of situations or you know in the most blurry times where you you can't see you know what's in front of you it's almost as if you know those are the best times you know like I don't know where I'm gonna be tomorrow but screw it I'm here and that's you know that's a part of this whole trust your process thing because for me growing up especially like in high school I've always had this you know crippling anxiety of the future and the unknown because I did not know what the heck I was gonna do with this life and And sometimes I had friends that was like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be this, I'm going to go here, and then by 30, I'm going to be set. And I was just like, "Mm, okay, 
I tried to be that person. <laughs> I really tried. <laughs> I wanted to be an AT and then I had to snip, snip, leave out of there. Yeah. But it's like, for me, personality wise, I like plans and I like to stick to them. I like to strategize and I like to execute. But life does not work like that. And it's almost as if sometimes, I kid you not, I feel like I was not, me personally, I was not meant to do this life thing because it doesn't make sense how my brain works versus how the world really works. And it's like, oh my God, you want me to do all of this and not know what the hell it's going to get me? You want me to go to high school, get a diploma, check. You want me to go to college, get a degree, working on it. Now you're telling me that I need to go do internships and I need to work on my jobs and I need to have everything on my resume and then I need to graduate my bachelor's and then I need to go get my master's. All that to do what? I don't know. I have no idea. Like I legit don't know what I want to do. And I envy people so bad when they like, especially like STEM majors. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I envy STEM majors. Because most of those lines of work already have pre-mapped out, you know, solutions. They know what they're going to do. They know what they have to do to get there. Whereas me, on the other hand, and you, it's like, okay, I think I know what I want to do. But it's so abstract. No one's really done it before. I do not know what I want to do long term. I just want to have a bunch of different jobs and learn a bunch of stuff along the way. Mm-hmm. I feel like the journey is about learning and meeting people, being a good person, being kind. So, like, why not learn how to do a bunch of things, you know, before I get old? Hmm, I wish I could think like that. <laughs> I'm just a Gemini. I'm always on to the next. <laughs> yeah, it, it's... I, I try so bad, but I find that in those periods of time where I do think like that, I do some reckless stuff, man. Uh. I'll, be, I'll be like, oh, whatever. Oh, whatever. And it's like, I wake up three weeks later and it's like, did you, did you really have to do that, sis? Did, did you really? And then it's like, well, back to planning. That's why I do it, but I do it with a purpose. When I go to shows now, I'm going as, you know, a promoter for such and such company or working for such and such company. So it's like, I can't go and wild out and be crazy, crazy. Cause it's right. like, I still have to, you know, keep everything in check. Mm-hmm. And that's the same for the rest of my life. You know, I don't wanna, I don't ever wanna do anything that's gonna hurt myself or hurt someone else or, you know or right. something that i'm gonna look back on and be like brandon that was so bad like why did you do that yeah yeah i definitely oh man i definitely have some regrets and i don't let's see the thing is i don't be doing a whole lot but it's like maybe because i'm so controlling that whenever i do step out of line i'm like go with the flow when i come to my 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 real senses um I look back and like Mackenzie, that was so out of character. Why would you do that? I had fun doing it. Gotta find the balance. (laughs) I I gotta find the balance. And I think 
that balance stems from just being confident like being confident in every step that I take in any decision that I make standing behind it wholeheartedly whether I am sound of mind or not like don't ever put my name don't ever put my my mark on anything that I don't really want to be a part of or doing anything that I don't really want to do and you know for me I always had this issue of living in the now and accepting my reality Um, because I'm always forward thinking and I'm always thinking about my next move like I kid you not people I have the worst memory of any person I've ever met like it's bad and my friends know it yeah (laughs) it's bad and I think honestly what it is is that when I'm in these moments I'm not I'm not enjoying them I'm not taking them in you know like my brain doesn't stop and I think that's why I have such hard such a hard time remembering stuff because I'm always you know my mind's always running so I can't I can't remember everything um but I'm learning to accept you know and live in the now accept my process so like not everything that I do right here in this moment has to be super beneficial for my future you know it doesn't have to be such a crucial and critical move to my big plans my major plans my master planning sometimes you just gotta do stuff because you want to do it right now if there's any advice I could give to anyone that would be it just do what makes you happy trust your gut and if you keep making the right decisions what's meant for you will happen well at least for me I feel like the older I get the more time is just so fleeting and whereas I used to look at a year as being like you know the longest span of time now you know a year is just like dang like I just I just told you this not this past nine months of me being single was just like whoa like has it been nine months for real and I have a like feeling that at least for me and I feel like this can be similarly felt in other people's lives but you know we used to look at time as being so long but now like the older we get the quicker things come and it makes it harder to trust your process because it's like well the process is just passing me by and I'm, I don't feel like I'm doing enough with the time that I'm given to make sure that my outcomes will be my outcomes and I think as a generation we need to do better in I guess recognizing the pressures of time but still living in the moment so that we know that any decisions that we make as long as we stand behind them and we've thought them through the pressures of time almost don't matter if that makes sense I feel like it's better to make a confident decision than to make a rush decision um thinking through what you're gonna do is always super important I feel like for anyone um, and everyone should be at least I mean like I said earlier everyone's on different frequencies so it's like 
time time is we have nothing but time to be real like when you really think about it especially at our age 20 21 um early 20 somethings like honestly at any age for real you have nothing but time to make a change do something different you know and it doesn't really matter how long it takes you to get to the end goal as long as you're being confident and you're taking your time getting the getting to the end goal at your own pace when you're in college there's an immense amount of pressure placed on you um to know your future and to know what the heck you're gonna do and i know that pressure will always be there but i guess i'm just here to remind myself and the people around me in my community of college students that time is relative and a year is not what it used to be so doing what you can now that seems like the best decision now is fine that's fine if it comes back and bites you in the ass in about a year or two whatever but how are you to know I feel like especially right now, we really should not be worrying too much about the future because of what's going on around us. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much uncertainty, so much going on. Like, why even stress worrying about things that, you know, could be, couldn't be? It's not really worth it at this point. You just got to take each day as it comes. Well, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, be your authentic self. Fake it till you make it. And with time, the confidence will come and you'll develop into the person that you were always meant to be. Thank you for watching Disney Channel. (laughs) I was going to say thank you. So um, thank you, B, for coming onto my podcast. It's only natural that you're here. No problem. Anytime. (laughs) Do you want to throw your ad out? Oh yes, follow me on Instagram at itsboyblanco, I-T-S-B-O-Y-B-L-A-N-C-O. And on SoundCloud, I'm boyblanco, B-O-Y space B-L-A-N-C-O. Yeah, follow follow his music. He got me into the house scene. And I know it's not for everybody, but I want more black people in it. So if you're black and you're listening to this, come to a a show. I invite you. House music was made by black people. It only makes sense. It only makes sense. Period. People think I'm crazy too. I'm like, no. Like my dad the other day, <laughs> he was like, it's too early for this. I said, well, too bad. bad. <laughs> 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 All right, you guys, that is it for this week's episode of More Than Yesterday. As always, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more. Bye.